At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is hour number three of the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. An exciting Sunday night football game going on, and the Philadelphia Eagles get a score. They're able to punch it in right before half. Jalen Hurts was looking for A.J. Brown on a pass play to the left side, and they just misread each other. It looked like A.J. Brown was supposed to figure on a back shoulder pass, but he was starting to try and beat the defensive back and go over the top. That didn't work. The very next play, Jalen Hurts goes right side to Quez Watkins. He gets the back shoulder pass correct and dances into the end zone. Extra point is good. Twenty to uh, excuse me, twenty-seven to twenty in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles as they go into the locker room. And Philadelphia is now a seven and a half point favorite in the live market. And your live total, Mike, back up to seventy and a half. <laughs> Amazing. We were talking about you know seventy and a half seemed like kind of the high water mark and maybe a good opportunity to go in game on the under. But just like that, before the end of the half, the scoring goes up. Right back again. Yeah, a very nice throw by Jalen Hurts uh, with the back shoulder situation to Quez. And, uh, you know, you're going to get those one-on-one matchups, and that's what you have to do. Ball placement is everything. Uh, so Jalen Hurts is playing very, very well. He is. Running the ball extremely well and then throwing dimes like that uh, to get the ball into the end zone. I, you know, on the other side, the two interceptions has hurt the Packers. I mean, that's negating possessions right there, right, in that first half. Uh, but yet they were able to move the football. I thought the Packers ran the ball well, and they put up 20 points on the road. So feeling pretty good about that uh, in the locker room. So obviously some things stood out from the first half that you're going to get back to in the second half if you're Green Bay. Uh, so uh, I think we got an exciting uh, second half of football in store, though. Quez Watkins, that prop gets mm -hmm. there. He yep. catches that touchdown for about a 30-yarder. He now has two catches on the evening for 34 yards, and we were talking before the game started I kind of like the over 22 and a half yards for Quez Watkins. So, so far, so good on our prop bets. The only one we need to come through is uh, Aaron Jones with the rushing yards total. Right. He's got roughly 25 yards mm -hmm. of rushing in the first half. He'll need about another 30 yards or so in the second half to get over on that one. 
Uh, let's talk some football contests here. Of course, every Saturday we do the football contest show where we reveal the top selections from Circa Million, Circa Survivor, Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, and Mike Palm join the show. Usually we have a contestant that is live in either Survivor or Circa Million. They come on as a guest on the show, but uh, just a great show for an hour long starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Saturdays. And the Circa Consensus and also the Westgate Super Contest Consensus had a rough day of it here in Week 12, Mike. The Circa Consensus went 2-3. and three. The New York Jets, one of the most popular picks, and that was really due to the line difference there. Uh, the Jets were just a 4.5-point favorite in the Circa Contest. That was the very most popular pick. That was a winner. The Seattle Seahawks were the second most popular choice at minus 3.5. That was a loser. The Titans at plus one and a half was a loser. And then the fourth most popular pick was the other side of that game. The Bengals at minus one and a half, which was a winner. And then the Baltimore Ravens minus four, the fifth most popular pick as a loser. So two and three for the Circa consensus. And the Super Contest consensus was a little bit different. The Seahawks were the most popular. That's a loser. Titans second most popular. That's a loser. Chargers, third most popular pick at minus three. And there's another reason with a stale line there why people were really heading towards the Chargers. There ended up closing even less than that mm -hmm. at two and a half, but it was as high as four and a half or higher earlier in the week. Anyway, Chargers end up a loser. The Bengals, uh, also both sides selected of that game in the Westgate Super Contest at minus one and a half. That was the only winner, one and four, for the Super Contest as the fifth most popular pick was the Atlanta Falcons at plus four and a half. Yeah, I mean, so much was revealing to me on the other side of all those games. Uh, you know, you look at the Bears and the Jets situation, even with the Jets with a backup quarterback. I don't know if you really sweated that, right? Oh, I mean, man. Yeah, uh, it, those players seem to like Mike White in the ball. They game. wanted that guy. Yes. They did not want Zach Wilson, which uh, we talked about yesterday, and they responded that way offensively. Uh, Garrett Wilson, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that young guy, he was really right? the most vocal about it, right? Right, 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 absolutely, uh, and backed it up. Uh, so Robert Salah's got something going with the culture uh, up there in New York uh, with the Jets. Uh, you know, Seattle, the other side of Seattle, the Raiders, underachieving. You said it perfectly uh, yesterday. Uh, this is a football team that has been underachieving big time. Now, you look at the talent that the Raiders have, what we saw today was, it was what we're supposed to see earlier on this year. Yeah. Uh, Josh the, Jacobs, oh, just yeah. unreal. I mean, the balance attack, uh, rushing the football, throwing it ball to De uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, other players, too, getting involved. But Derek Carr overcoming two interceptions in a game on the road on still putting up that kind of points. Uh, and so that was explosive, and that was interesting. Now, Titans and the Bengals, probably a game that I think we were, were anticipating uh, right there. And then on the other side of the Ravens, you know, I was talking to some friends of mine today about are the Ravens one of those teams that can fall off? Mm -hmm. Like, they, 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 I thought they were revving it up. I thought they were getting it in gear there. But everything offensively is Lamar Jackson. You know, they're not the, they're not the rushing team that we've that we grown accustomed to. Uh, and, but they are privy to Lamar Jackson and his playmaking ability. But then defensively, too, how strong can they hold out? I, I like the linebacker situation, but uh, there, there's some issues on the side of that, that side of the ball that – that cost him a game uh, today. Uh, so to me, the re from the consensus standpoint, the revealing information was on the other side of, of the situations that we saw. Well, I tell you what, if you did well in either the Super Contest or the Circa Million Contest, uh, if, you, if you posted even a 3-2, and two, a 4-1, and one, or a 5-0, and oh, you really made up some ground on the majority today because, again, in Circa, the consensus at 2-3, and three, and in the Westgate Super Contest, the consensus at 1-4. and four. So a good week uh, to have a good week mm -hmm. and move up in the standings in both of those contests. Uh, everybody had a good week in Circa Survivor. All 71 entries advance to week 13. And, you know, this is such a gauntlet of a week where yeah. you, you had two weeks within one week in Circa Survivor. If you're not familiar, uh, the way it's set up here at Circa, you have to pick a winner and advance on Thanksgiving Day as well. So you have to have a team available, choose from one of those three games, 
uh, and everybody advanced on Thanksgiving except for three entries that had the New England Patriots. So out of 74 people, 71 entries advanced into Sunday where you have to make another selection, and all 71 advanced today. 35 entries on the Dolphins, 16 on the New York Jets, 11 on the 49ers, six people on the Commanders. That one got awful dicey. I, I was thinking about this on the way into uh, the studio today. Mm-hmm. You had to have some people screaming at their TV in, in elation oh. after that Commanders victory uh, held on there with Marcus Mariota throwing a touch or throwing an interception in the end zone in the waning minutes of that ball game, and the Commanders escape with a win. Uh, and then finally, three entries on the Chiefs. So no damage done in Circus Survivor, but you mentioned mm-hmm. the next holiday. We've got another independent week for Christmas coming up. Yeah, we do. I mean, this was a gauntlet, though, because you had one week of itself with, Chris, uh, with Thanksgiving, and then uh, we had the action today. So uh, to survive this, I'm sure a lot of players are exhaling. Yes. <laughs> right now. Especially those commander fans. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But now let the games begin, though, because you got to map out uh, what you need to do to get to Christmas uh, and then going over the Christmas schedule, I mean, Packers at Dolphins. Remember uh, a number of players. Yeah, 35 Survivor. people use the Dolphins right. today. So you still, I think there was 53 Yeah, people? 18 people still have the Dolphins left, right. who uh, Jeffrey Benson said will probably be in the neighborhood of a seven-point favorite mm-hmm. uh, at home against the Packers. Against the Packers, who we'll see what happens tonight if they're improving. Broncos at the Rams, I mean, my goodness. Yeah, who do you want there? <laughs> the game of the week, right? Yeah. What a Christmas present that is. Oh, yeah, I mean, depending on the situation. <laughs> and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Cardinals. I mean, both those teams are up and down. And then you got the Monday night that's involved on December 26th. Yeah, you can also choose the Monday nighter. The Chargers at the Colts. So um, oh, whew, let the games begin, like I, like I said. And uh, just doing some math, I mean – the rate of elimination obviously has decreased, right? I mean, we got 71 yeah. players now, so yeah. uh, we'll see what happens in, in the weeks leading up to Christmas Day on that schedule. But uh, the prospects of chopping up six million, you know, uh, 20 players, 10 players, who knows what it's going to be. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Arizona Cardinals, where is that game being played? Is that in Arizona? Uh, uh, Buccaneers at Cardinals, correct. Yeah, that one's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardinals are not a good home team. Uh, right. We saw that play out today. They covered the number, uh, but they lose again straight up at home. They are oh. now 1-5 and five straight up at home this season. And, uh, Tampa uh, Bay, of course, we saw them lose on the road to earlier today to the Cleveland Browns. Um, you got to figure Tampa Bay. I mean, we've got a ways until Christmas, so things can change. Yep. But I would say right now, Tampa Bay would have to be about a three to three and a half point favorite, maybe even, I would say probably three and a half, yeah. three and a hook uh, over the Arizona Cardinals probably, right I mean, now, if not a little more. Well, the psyche, too, in the locker room for Arizona is not good. I mean, no, our no. producer, Brian Ortega, uh, mentioned the comments from uh, Kyler Murray mm-hmm. uh, towards Cliff Kingsbury, I think. <laughs> kind of directed at him. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. basically saying the, the scheme was uh, not good today. Yeah. I mean, this was the first game that they had. A.J. Green, uh, Hopkins, mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. I mean, what well, else they do you were, need? They were tearing up that Charger defense, too. Yeah. I mean, they, they really should have won the game. Yeah, they, they should They won gave the it away late. I don't yeah. know if I would blame it uh, on the coach. Uh, I mean, maybe it's more so on you, Kyler, because <laughs> he, was doing, he looked like Jalen Hurts out there. He yeah. was running all over the field. He was throwing it all over the field. Uh, but that will certainly be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there, like I say, there wasn't too much damage done uh, with the two weeks within one week here over right. the Thanksgiving right. holiday. We'll see what happens with Christmas coming uh, in another month from now as Circus Survivor is down to just 71 entries, over $86,000 in inherent value for those 71 tickets that are still alive. We'll come back with more, update you on Sunday Night Football. They're about to come out in the second half here pretty quick.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made up of six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. They are underway in the second half. The line closed for the second half line at Pickham. The Philadelphia Eagles out in front 27 to 20, and the total closed at 24. Mike, you and I were talking about the halftime line before we came back on the air. They have started. The Packers get the ball to start the second half. They were just facing a third and seven. They come up short. It will be fourth down, and it looks like they'll have to punt the ball back to the Philadelphia Eagles. But we were talking about the halftime line I'm not so sure about the side as far as a pick them, mm-hmm. um, but the total, just 24 a- after you've already got 47 points on the board in the first half. I imagine the average better is going to look at that second half total and go, boy, I- I'm going over. You know, there's been so much scoring. Right. And it seems like more often than not, things change and they kind of get back to what that original number was. Now we're already, you know, actually over the original total of 46 and a half just after 30 minutes of football. But I would have a feeling that the second half is going to slow down more so than what we saw in the first half. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have adjustments uh, come into play here. Uh, Like for instance, on that drive right there, the Packers got the ball out, great kickoff return, uh, two run plays and then couldn't execute on third down again. So Remember in the first half, we talked about what's protection going to be like for Green Bay. Can Did they have to keep a chipper in there? They released the guy that time. They had the, the five uh, offensive linemen, but yet the pressure still got to Aaron Rodgers quickly. Uh, so from a passing standpoint or an obvious passing standpoint, Green Bay's got some work to do. They, they have to combat that. Uh, I, I think they can still run the football. They were set up on third and medium, uh, and, and that was a makeable situation for a guy like Aaron Rodgers. But your protection has to hold up. And right now, uh, everything is collapsing the pocket. The pressure from the outside, Aaron Rodgers holding the ball, hasn't even thrown the ball too. Uh, so that adjustment right there can slow you down. Now the Eagles are going to take the field uh, here with their first possession. And I'm curious about the adjustments on the defense side of the ball for Green Bay now. 
Yeah, uh, and can the Philadelphia Eagles change things in the second half and stop that rushing attack of Green Bay? It's interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. they did on that first drive. They did. You know, they made the change right mm-hmm. there. Um, yes, Philadelphia will get the ball back with uh, less than 14 minutes left to go in the third quarter, their first opportunity on offense of the second half. The live line does not adjust. It is still at 7.5 in favor of Philadelphia. Your in-game total at 68.5. Uh, Let's talk about uh, a a really uh, vanilla game, if you will, one that was not too entertaining to watch and probably only entertaining if you had a bet on it, and that was the Miami Dolphins hosting the Houston Texans. It was all Miami early uh, with a field goal followed by a touchdown. It was 10 to nothing Dolphins with three minutes left in the first quarter. They did start out a little sluggish, like we thought maybe yep. out of their bye week. But then Kyle Allen was intercepted in the second quarter, and Jeff Wilson then turned it around with a rushing touchdown for the Dolphins. And it was 17 to nothing in favor of Miami early second quarter. They added a field goal to make it 20 to nothing. And then Houston fumbles deep in their own territory, a scoop and score for the Dolphins. They found every which way to score in this game and it was getting very ugly now 27 to nothing in favor of the Dolphins but they weren't done yet a little icing on the cake before halftime Miami gets another field goal and it was 30 to nothing after 30 minutes of football the Dolphins had 30 points in the first half and the Houston Texans had just 32 yards of total offense and that was your game the Dolphins never scored again Houston made it close as far as the spread's concerned. 30-15 to 15 your final. The Dolphins do win and cover just about all the numbers you could find. I believe there were some 15s out there earlier in the week. Maybe you got a push out of it there. Uh, but the Dolphins cover the closing number of 14. The game stays under the total. Tua Tagovailoa. he came out of the ballgame in the second half when this thing was out of hand. And Skylar Thompson played quarterback the rest of the way for the Miami Dolphins. The Houston Texans dropped to 1-9-1. and Miami improves to 8-3, and and they've won five in a row. Yeah, but Houston got to Tua, though. Uh, they hit him a number of times in that game, uh, which, you know, you're watching it, and like, why is Tua still out there? Yeah. Right? Uh, and eventually, uh, uh, the head coach situation, they, they pulled him out, maybe to talk to the doctors, too. I don't know. Uh, I think Tua's okay. I mean, he's a tough player. Um, but... I'm not going to suggest that there's issues with Miami. Maybe they just let it down a little bit as they were just dominating Houston. And uh, so you, you, lose, you lose your focus. You know, you don't play uh, like you did earlier on coming off a of bye week, right? And, uh, but the Dolphins, I mean, they are explosive. Just talking to people again, they're like, do you start to consider them uh, as they are getting turnovers and doing certain things defensively? Do you start to consider this team Super Bowl caliber? Mm-hmm. Are you? I'm not there yet. Uh, I still, I, I want to see them go up against the 49ers. Yeah, obviously that's coming up. Um, uh, but that's going to be an interesting matchup, right? Um, but I mean, I, that's a great matchup from coaching standpoint to players on the field standpoint. Uh, so I want to see the Dolphins execute that way. But going up into that game, I wonder if you look at some Super Bowl situations with this team, though. Yeah, it will be a very interesting game, and who knows, maybe a preview of the Super Bowl. Maybe. They could uh, meet mm-hmm. up for a second time. You mentioned Mike McDaniel yep. going home to his former employer where he was offensive coordinator for the 49ers last year, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert going back to their former team, and the 49ers currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They will be at home. This will be the wow. first of three straight road games for the Miami Dolphins. And by the way, we'll get to the 49er recap here, but they just pitched their fourth shutout in a row when we're talking the second half. They pitched a shutout for the entire game, but their fourth game in a row where they shut their opponent out in the second half. So you've got that 49er defense uh, against that Miami offense. Yeah, and so much familiarity too, though. There's a number of coaches on the Dolphins coaching staff that was in San Francisco right? uh, from that standpoint too. So... Uh, the, the running game in, in the players, uh, you know, all these chess pieces that we're, we're talking about, uh, ultimately, though, it's about execution, uh, right? And, and we'll see if, uh, if Mike McDaniel can be different. Uh, we know uh, Kyle Shanahan can be different and, and adjust that way with the personnel that he has. Uh, but it's going to be interesting because with that pass rush, I, I can anticipate right now San Francisco defensively uh, with, with, with D'Amico Ryans as a defense coordinator, he's going to understand how to disrupt uh, timing and, and rhythm, certainly in the passing attack from Miami, uh, that they enjoy. I mean, get Tua moving his feet uh, like Houston did later on in that game, and, and okay, that, that kind of helps you 
and that takes away those bigger plays to the speed guys on the outside. So, uh, and even on the inside, I mean, Tua, his timing is impeccable on some of those throws that really helps out this offense. But yeah, this is going to be a great matchup to watch uh, coming up this weekend. Well, the other game, uh, the Texans, of course, have got, got oh. an interesting matchup as well. They will welcome Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns to town, and the Browns are six-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, very interesting number there. I have to believe – well, I, I think we know for sure that Deshaun Watson is built into that number. What would they be without Deshaun Watson? They certainly would be favored over the Houston Texans, right. even though it is a road game, but would it be – would it be six and a half points? And, and I would say it would probably be a little less. I think the odds makers are smart enough to know that Deshaun Watson is not necessarily going to just come in here and, and be a national championship type quarterback once again. I imagine there's going to be some rust. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know if you are a bookmaker, you had to consider that. I mean, I don't know what kind of information you're going to get in terms of how he looked in practice either, mm -hmm. uh, because that's practice. I mean, um, I think it's anybody's guess, and, and it may be an advantage for betters in this one uh, if, you, if you feel like that line is inflated at all. Uh, Houston has been competitive at home. The crowd. Um, they'll be up for the game. Th they'll be a bigger crowd, right? And, and you would so, think. Will they be booing Deshaun? Because maybe they're not blaming Deshaun at all from the fact that he wanted out of this horrible franchise Well, and, and does Kyle Allen start again? Oh, yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, he, he wasn't uh, any better than Davis Mills, and I would say he's probably worse. Right, so they're more competitive. I got to back up. That's a great point. I got to back up. They were more competitive at home with Davis Mills. They were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Kyle Allen, I, I think he threw two interceptions mm -hmm. today. Um, he did certainly not provide a spark. Uh, Davis Mills being benched, of course, for the Houston, uh, Houston Texans. Uh, but I think Kyle Allen, uh, the team was worse off with him today in that loss to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Two interesting games there. The Dolphins at the 49ers and the Cleveland Browns at the Houston one, Texans. Yeah. One more thing to fact factor in is like now Deshaun's going to have to talk to the media too. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like you wonder what kind of questions he's going to get uh, and how he's going to handle all that, right? I think you can factor that into the line, too, yeah. or, or at least into your handicap, mm -hmm. that uh, certainly there are going to be some probably pretty major distractions for yeah. him. There's going to be some probing questions, I mean, uh, I'm sure. And, and, you know, will he deflect it? Will he be okay at the podium and all that stuff? I mean, uh, I'll keep an eye on that uh, during the week. Less than eight minutes to go in the third quarter, and Philadelphia knocking on the door once again. They have a second-and-goal situation from the one-yard line, and your in-game number has gone to Philadelphia minus 13.5. Your total still at 70.5. We'll come back and update you on what happens here in Sunday Night Football. Continue the recaps as we roll on on the Pro Football Blitz. Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming college bowl game and Super Bowl betting guides. The new VEASAN annual pro subscribers will get $30 to the credit or $30 in credit to the VEASAN store, which is a great place to shop for sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you, keeping an eye on Sunday night football here. And uh, it's not looking good for the Green Bay Packer backers right now and their fans as Philadelphia punches it in the end zone once again. And Jalen Hurts has really, this time he finds A.J. Brown for a score from the one-yard line, hits him over in the right-hand side, right-hand corner of the end zone. And Philadelphia goes up 34-20, to 20, a 14-point advantage now, under eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. Your in-game total still right at that number where it has peaked at 70.5. As far as the side, Philadelphia becomes a 13.5-point favorite. And I was just going to say, Mike, we, we touched on it a little bit, mm -hmm. but Jalen Hurts is really starting to kind of take over this game for Philadelphia's offense. Yeah, he really is. Great drive. I mean, what, 11 plays? 
almost 90 yards, I want to say here, five minutes. Did um, it with his legs, did yep. it through the air? Yep, did a variety of ways. And, and you know, that's the problem for Green Bay in that defense because what do you stop now? And uh, I, I think the creativity and the personnel that the Eagles have in the red zone, uh, that's dangerous too. So here we are, what, the third game removed now from Dallas Gardner, or two, game, two games since the injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we've seen the Eagles kind of adjust offensively here. Uh, against Green Bay, and, and Jalen Hurts is a big part of that. You're right. I mean, he's a running back when he needs to be, uh, an option quarterback when he needs to be, run it, throw it, or or, or give it away. Uh, and then he's a guy who can throw certain passes uh, on the football field, whether it's in the red zone or out in the field and back shoulder throws. And it's more predicated off of the one-on-one situations with these players uh, that he has on the outside. So uh, give credit to Shane Steichen. Again, you're, you're recognizing – perhaps matchups there uh, that you can exploit. And Aaron Rodgers really starting to get beat up right now. Uh, They were looking at him on the Mm -hmm. sidelines uh, before he went out uh, for this offensive series uh, because he took a tough sack on the last offensive series, and now he rushes the ball, kind of dives forward and takes a stick right there that they call a personal foul. So Rodgers really smarting. I think it's, I think he's been sacked three times on the night. Uh, maybe it's even four. I don't know if that was uh, counted as a sack or not, uh, but it will uh, move the ball 15 yards further into uh, Eagles territory. Just across midfield are the Packers right now. Uh, less than seven minutes to go in the second, or excuse me, in the third quarter. And a stop right there by the Philadelphia defense as Green Bay tries to get the running game going again, Mike. And it looks like they did make some adjustments. We have not seen Green Bay run the ball in the second half the way they were in the first. Yeah, no, they're not as successful on first down, right? And uh, I think the adjustments to getting to that or getting away from that pass rush uh, that has been getting to Aaron Rodgers on third down is to be more aggressive on first down, maybe throw the ball and things like that. But Rodgers is in a lot of pain. Uh, right now as, as you know, maybe there's some discussion of whether he can finish this one or not. Uh, but uh, they have to be able to kind of change up uh, and, and certainly take advantage on earlier downs and uh, as the Eagles have adjusted to stop the run. And so a variety of running plays, you can still do it, uh, but you cannot get to those third down and obvious situations because that pass rush has been getting to, to Green Bay. Well, there goes the running game right there. A.J. Dillon for about 11 yards on second and nine. That'll move the chains in Green Bay with a new set of downs. And now across the 40-yard line of the Philadelphia Eagles, they move to 10.5-point underdogs in the live market. Let's take a look at what was a pretty interesting game and kind of fun to watch if you were a Jets fan, and that was the Bears at the Jets. Justin Fields, of course, ruled out for the game, and we thought it would be uh, Trevor Simeon uh, getting the start, but he aggravated an oblique during pregame warm-ups, and it ended up being Nathan Peterman getting the start for the Chicago Bears. New York got the ball first, and Mike White got the Jets on the board with a touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson from eight yards out. Seven to nothing Jets. Chicago, they were able to get a field goal. It was seven to three with six minutes left in the first quarter. Then the Bears strike on offense once again. Nathan Peterman to Byron Pringle for a touchdown from four yards out, and it was 10 to seven. Chicago in the lead. They would never score again. Mike White to Garrett Wilson again with five minutes left in the second quarter, a 54 yard touchdown catch and carry, and it was 14 to 10 Jets. New York added another field goal, and we went to the locker room with New York on top, seven. 17 to 10. More Mike White in the third quarter. He threw his third touchdown pass of the day, finding Elijah Moore from 22 yards out, and it was 24 to 10 New York. Then Ty Johnston run one, ran one in from 32 yards out, 31 to 10 Jets, and this was just about a done deal. That is indeed the way it would end. 31 to 10 your final. The Jets win and cover just about any number that was out there. Game goes over the total. New York moves to seven and four on the season. Chicago has lost five in a row. They drop to three and nine. And Mike White, Mike, huh. 22 of 28 for 315 yards and three touchdown passes. That does not sound like a Zach Wilson stat line. No, I, I was just looking that up in terms of has Zach Wilson thrown for three touchdown passes in his career? And the answer right. is no. Yeah. <laughs> He's had two. Um, but, you know, there you go. I mean, here, if you're the Jets and your backup quarterback comes in and plays like this, I mean, I know Flacco played earlier in the year, but Mike White comes in and plays like this, those three touchdowns against Chicago. And I get it. It's the Bears, right? And But yet, this is a guy who hasn't played a lot of football this year. And so uh, – 
you have to you have to really evaluate that. I mean, obviously they did because one, the players wanted a change at quarterback. The coaches granted that. They responded. And now if you're Zach Wilson, you're like, uh oh. Yeah. You know, unless you want out of there. And, and right? you wonder, I mean, you maybe you can answer this. Mm-hmm. And I, I obviously we can't speak for Zach Wilson, but as a former player, you would hope that he's happy that his team got a win, but do you think he is? Or that's got to be a tough mix of emotions there for Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, you're happy and you're going to do the right thing and you're going to say you're happy. Uh huh. But no, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Because there's your opportunity gone. Um, and you might be looking for an opportunity elsewhere. With a new uh, he, team. Right. And he's, he was approaching, you know, that 24 to 20, of 20 to 24 start threshold in which you really evaluate if a guy can be your franchise quarterback or not. Mm-hmm. And he's really close to that. And, you know, the, at the podium, the lack of leadership, the lack of responsibility, there's no way that you could believe that this guy can be your franchise quarterback. But at what point now, with a lot on the line with the Jets with this season – at what point are you going to go back to Zach Wilson? Boy, unless things go really sideways with Mike White. Um, but, but if you're you Mike know, White, this is my team now. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, they're 7-4. <laughs> and four, Sure. And they're threatening not only to win the division, but certainly to get into the playoffs. Right, right. Um, I mean, it was a huge win. And, and you know, I was telling myself today, I, I was listening to him talk uh, some pregame uh, speak from Robert Sala, mm-hmm. uh, his uh, comments about how Mike was going to start and, and Zach Wilson had been benched. And, yep. you know, this is only his second year, and I'm starting to get convinced that this guy is a pretty darn good football coach. He's really good. I mean, the change of culture, first of all, uh, to to understand the locker room, to gauge it, and then make the change. I mean, that He's pushed easy. exactly the right buttons at the right time this year. He really has. He really has, and his team has responded. I mean, whether it's not we're taking receipts – <laughs> I'm putting that out, I'm putting that out there, which they backed him up on it, and uh, now okay, I'm gonna bench my uh, my quarterback that we drafted or the Jets drafted. He's not even gonna suit up. Mm-hmm. That's how much I believe in you guys, and they responded. And again, it's against the Bears, and I get that, but the Jets are winning the games on their schedule, and that's all you can do if you're trying to make the playoffs. Win the games on your schedule, and uh, I, I think from a culture change standpoint, uh, we know the Jets have drafted very very well. Uh, even with all the injuries that they have right now, they've drafted very, very well the last two years. Uh, so it's about putting it together, and it's about executing, and, and certainly it's about confidence. And, and I think Robert Sala has instilled that uh, in spades over there with, uh, with the Jets. Two Kyle Shanahan disciples looking pretty good right now in their head coaching gigs. That is Mike McDaniel of the Miami Dolphins and Robert Sala of the New York Jets. It'll be a tough test in Week 13 for the Jets. The Minnesota Vikings, with extra rest, will be at home hosting New York. Right now, the line in that game is Vikings minus three. Uh, The Packers will travel to Chicago, and the Bears will be looking for a little revenge there as they fell earlier in this season to the Packers up at Lambeau. Uh, No line currently for that game, but the look-ahead was Packers minus two and a half. Um, The Vikings laying three points with the Jets coming to town is pretty interesting. I I think the Vikings are maybe a little bit overinflated, and I think the Jets maybe even still after today are a little undervalued, and now they've got a better quarterback in my mind. Well, you know, both teams are going to understand the schemes. You know, um, the Vikings see that scheme. In fact, they run it. Uh, But the playmaking ability, though, I mean, what we saw from the Jets and a capable quarterback, that's different for that offense, right? They just looked like they had new life today. Yeah, exactly. and, and it was fun to see Garrett Wilson getting involved. Mm-hmm. Elijah Moore was so yeah. excited when he scored that touchdown. It was a, a real team effort, a total team effort for the New York Jets today. Back with more in a moment. Packers get a field goal, 34-23 in favor of Philadelphia. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager for at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. It's a whole new quarter in Philadelphia. We have played three quarters of football, and the Philadelphia Eagles lead the Green Bay Packers by 11, 34-23. Green Bay uh, looks like they could possibly go to Jordan Love here at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers was really banged up on the last, uh, last two offensive series, and they're calling it an oblique injury here. He did run to the locker room. Uh, I believe I saw him come back out onto the sidelines, uh, but I also saw Jordan Love warming up. Uh, so we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is going to go to work here. Right now, Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles going to work and trying to put some more points on the board. Again, we have reached the fourth quarter and they lead by 11, 34-23. They are 13.5-point favorites in the live market, and your total ticks down once again to 69.5. Looks like 70.5 has definitely been the high watermark the entire evening, despite all the points we have seen in this game. And, Mike, you and I were talking about the second-half total Mm -hmm. at 24. Uh, Right now, 10 points on the game in the second half. Right, it's all about adjustments, right? I mean, I think the inability to get into the end zone uh, for Green Bay, even after a fast start uh, with the kickoff return. Uh, but then uh, the Eagles possessing the football and then capping it off with a touchdown, too. So uh, that that was beneficial for the Eagles in the lead that they have right now. Uh, on the other side, the concern for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, we've witnessed players coming back. I mean, Justin Herbert, he had his ribs in the cartilage in the situation against Kansas City. We watched mm-hmm. that. Uh, he gutted that out. But that was only a few few plays in that fourth quarter. Now we're into the fourth quarter of this game. Uh, only 11-a-point lead so far for the Eagles. You wonder what Aaron is thinking. You know, maybe you go in and you get some x-rays to just confirm. They're not out of this game yet. They're not out of this game. Maybe you go in there and get x-rays, confirm it. Okay, nothing's broke. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe you do that just for your mind. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Rodgers has been around the block five times. So, um, I, you know, I, I can't call it whether he's going to play or not because it's been an unusual situation Uh, But this is a competitive game right now, though. All right, let's look at another game that was very competitive, and that is the Raiders at the Seahawks. The first possession of the game, the first play of the game, Derek Carr throws an intercepted, and Quandre Diggs trying to hit Devontae Adams was Carr. Diggs comes up with it, and Seattle turns it into a Kenneth Walker, the third touchdown run. Just like that, it was 7-0 Seahawks right out of the gate. Uh, The Raiders were able to bounce back right away. 
uh, car to Amir Abdullah from 18 yards out, and we were all tied at seven with still over nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Then it looked like the Raiders had intercepted Geno Smith in the end zone, but it was overturned. Seattle turned that into a field goal to make it 10-7 to Seahawks. And then early second quarter, they added another field goal, and it was 13-7 to Seattle. Back the other way for Las Vegas, Derek Carr to Mack Hollins from 36 yards out, and the Raiders had the lead 14-13. to And then Geno Smith is intercepted again. This time it counted, and Las Vegas was in business from the Seattle 30-yard line. First place from scrimmage, Jake, uh, Josh Jacobs to the house on a 30-yard touchdown run, 21-13 silver and black out in front. Seattle responded with a Geno Smith to Tyler Lockett touchdown from 35 yards out. And, Mike, this was starting to feel like Saturday night watching the Apple Cup. Back and forth <laughs> with no defense being played at all. Just before halftime, Daniel Carlson booted a 36-yard field goal, and the Raiders went into the locker room with a 24-20 lead. This game was just four points shy of going over the total after 30 minutes of football. It continued in the second half. Seattle gets the ball first. Kenneth Walker the third again, his second touchdown of the day. He rushes it in from 14 yards out, and it was 27-24. Seahawks with 12 minutes left in the third quarter. Raiders counter with a field goal, and we were tied at 27. Seattle breaks the tie with a Geno Smith to Travis Homer touchdown, just under six minutes left in regulation. Raiders respond. Derek Carr to Foster Moreau with less than two minutes left, and it was 34 apiece. Las Vegas was then forced to punt, but got the ball back with less than a minute to go, could not get the ball into field goal range, and we were headed for an extra session here overtime in the Pacific Northwest. The Raiders got the ball first. And Daniel Carlson misses a 58-yard field goal. Seattle then got the ball on their own 41-yard line, and it looked like this was going to be done. They go three and out. Las Vegas back on offense again, and on the very first play from their own 14-yard line, Josh Jacobs finds a hole and takes it 86 yards to the house for a touchdown and the win. Two walk-off wins in overtime in a row for Las Vegas. 40-34, to your final they went outright as four-point underdogs. The game sails over the total. Raiders move to four and seven. Seattle drops to six and five. And what a win for Las Vegas. Yeah, a big win. I mean, I don't know if you capped games this way because you, you had an offensive-minded head coach against a defensive-minded head coach. Mm -hmm. uh, and the offensive-minded head coach exploded for 40 points today. Yeah. Um, 576 yards. Amazing. Total offense. Josh Jacobs had 229 yep. rushing yards. Yeah. I mean, the balance was on display uh, in overcoming turnovers. They lost the turnover margin uh, in this game. The penalty margin was favoring Seattle. Seattle was at home. But you, you mentioned it. I mean, a sequence of plays. The, the Seattle Seahawks go three and out. Mm -hmm. uh, after the that was Raiders, huge. That was huge. After the Raiders, a great field position, too. Yeah. Uh, and after the Raiders missed that field goal in overtime. So, you know, Pete Carroll for being a defensive-minded head coach and, okay, what what do you have there? Can you stop that other team? Obviously, it was difficult uh, to contend with the Raiders uh, that way. Uh, but now you have the situation, too, where, you know, Geno Smith, uh, is he able to make plays? He made some plays uh, to keep you in the game and have a situation to win that game. But to go three and out uh, like that at home, uh, give credit to the Raiders, I guess, right? And uh, you think about the Raiders from this standpoint, they have two all-pros as bookends, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby. One's playing like an all-pro, that's Max Crosby. Mm -hmm. But you're able to close out a game, though. you know. And uh, I think there's some life and there's some confidence brewing with For this sure. Raiders football team. For sure. Uh, and now that you're starting to collect wins, uh, you wonder if it's too little too late for the playoffs. But yet, the feeling in that locker room, the smiles that you saw all week, with this football team, the loose nature of the Raiders, I mean, the, the stress, all that stuff was gone after they beat the Broncos, right? Uh, and so it was a chance to catch four points in this game. We talked about that yesterday. Um, uh, and then over, watching this team overcome turnovers, overcome penalties, overcome mistakes, uh, and still got out a win, back-to-back -back overtime situations. Uh, again, there's something brewing with this football team. Maybe they're going to stop underachieving uh, and start playing to their potential now. Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, I wrote a column for VEASAN, and we talked about it on the Pro Football Blitz, the Saturday edition, where 
I thought maybe Seattle was going to hit a little bit of a lull Mm -hmm. in the second half of the season. They went over to London and they lost to the Buccaneers. Then they took a bye week and, you know, they exceeded expectations so remarkably in the first part of the season. And, And let's remember back to what that Seattle defense was like for a long time. They were awful. Right. And I wondered if we would see them, you know, begin to regress a little bit and conversely see if the Raiders would start to kind of live up to the potential that we thought they had. And and all that kind of played out today. Seattle's defense was awful today. Now, the Raiders weren't a whole lot better on defense. There wasn't much defense played in this game, but Seattle looked a lot like the game that they lost to the New Orleans Saints that was back and forth when neither team could stop one another. They looked like the game they won against the Detroit Lions. It looked like the early season Seahawks that couldn't stop a nosebleed. Right. And uh, the Raiders happened to get the ball last and come out on top. Yeah, I just, you know, just breaking down the game too. And, you know, yeah, absolutely, Josh Jacobs running the football. Uh, but the variety of weapons that Derek Carr's throwing the ball to uh, is becoming fascinating, whether he's throwing to Josh Jacobs out the mm-hmm. backfield, mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's Abdullah, you know, uh, uh, a specialized player. Foster Moreau. Moreau to tight end. He's dropped some passes Mac too. Hollins. Yep. You got Hollins. You got Cole. Uh, and then you got Devontae. I mean, yeah. it's like Derek Carr is starting to have comfort and understand where players are, right? And as long as he doesn't panic in the pocket. Uh, and I didn't see that today. Uh, there was uh, instances where he could actually ran for, for chunk yards and chunk plays, but he didn't. Um, but I, I think – as confidence starts to emerge and belief starts to emerge with a talented football team, uh, I'm just filing that away as a better, though. Very good. Well, oh. I tell you what, file away the uh, rebound of the Philadelphia Eagles here. They had lost three straight games to the spread. They had won two out of those three games, of course, losing to the Washington Commanders. But it looked like they were in a little bit of a funk here for the last two or three games, and not so much this evening as they are taking it to the Green Bay Packers once again down inside the 10-yard line with an 11-point lead already in the live market. They are 17.5-point favorites. Your in-game total remains at 70.5. 34-23, your score currently with less than 13 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. We'll come back with more in just a moment. Stick around. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. 